0: You are listening to Season 3 of Wake Up or Break Up. Let's get started. All right, you guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Wake Up or Break Up. Today, we're going to Texas for our interview. I have the beautiful Alicia with me today. And funny story, you guys. We actually met on TikTok. She is one of the few but amazing women who reached out to me just saying, hey, it's okay. I totally relate to your story. Thank you for sharing. And I think I think it was you, Alicia, who even went as far as to say a lot of people are afraid to comment because of the backlash that some people were getting from my posts. So thank you for reaching out.
1: Right, right. Well, you're brave because like I said, I was telling you, I didn't even want to comment because, you know, I, I probably could have received backlash as well. So I'm like, you, you are totally brave for putting that out there. But I'm sure you reached a lot of people, you know, from that video. So, yeah, I just I reached out to you to tell you I appreciate your honesty.
0: Yes. And I appreciated your message. And as soon as you shared your story with me, and I'm going to let her share it, you guys. Don't worry. I'm not going to ruin any of the things that are up to come. But you know, when you shared your story with me, it just hit me in my heart so deeply. And I was like, oh my gosh, other people need to hear this. I mean, I've already been through my journey and I still needed to hear it. So I I know that what you have to offer today is going to be powerful. And To give you guys a little bit of background on Alicia, she is a mom of three teenagers and it's just unbelievable looking at her right now through this call that she has three teenagers, but she is a full-time working mom who is also going back to school to get her business degree. She has six months left. So she is almost done and she's been married to her husband for over 19 years and they are still together, which will give you a little hint into how the story might end. But Alicia, I want to turn it back to you. And I want you to share with me just how did you and your husband meet? How did the story start?
1: So me and my husband, we met in Germany, believe it or not. Yeah, a lot of people are shocked by that. So my dad was in the military. And after I graduated high school from Texas, he got stationed to Germany. So I'm like, I want to go to Germany. I want to experience something new. And I had all my friends had been there that were in the military. I'm like, I I wanna go, I wanna know what's over there. So my husband at the time was stationed in Germany and I was working at a local shopette. it's like a military corner store, you know, and he would come in there and, and, you know, drop his uniforms off or just buy beer or whatever. And he would come up to my register and kind of flirt with me here and there. And so that's that's how we met.
0: Oh, and so, you know, from this cute little dating, flirting, how did it grow from that to being married? So
1: actually, one of my friends was dating his roommate. And she's like, hey, why don't you go out with, you know, my boyfriend's roommate? And I'm like, okay, I guess, you know, uh, not really my type, but okay. (laughs) So we went out and we went to dinner and he had a really great personality. So that's what really, uh, you know, caught my attention.
0: Yeah, that's so amazing. <laughs> and so, you know, from there, you started dating. I mean, and something must have happened because now you have three kids, and you've been yes. dating for eighteen years. It all happened very quickly. So we were dating for
1: about six months, and I ended up getting pregnant. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> So six months into our dating, I got pregnant. And, you know, we're just very traditional. So, you know, it's like, okay, we're pregnant. So now we need to get married. So literally like a few months after that, he ended up getting orders to Washington state. So we stopped in Florida where he's originally from and we got married, his uncle married us at his church. And then we went on our way to
0: Washington. Oh my gosh, that is insane. and then I know, it happened so fast. <laughs> and then the baby came six months later. Or... The baby came yeah in
1: October. So we met in I was I would say the end of August and end of August of 2001 and we got married in May of 2002.
0: Wow yeah, yeah. So you know, the topic of my show yes. <laughs> wake up or break up so that was like 2001 2002 yes. when when did all of this other stuff happen
1: so moving forward we had two kids in between this so we we had a son like maybe a year and a half after that and then our daughter came a few years after that after we were stationed in Washington. We got we he got out of the military and we moved back to Florida where he's from, and so years pass. You know, no marriage is perfect, so we always had little issues here and there. But in 2017, and I'm going to say June, I found a lump in my breast. Oh wow! Yeah, I found a lump in my breast, and I I went to the doctor, and at first they said it was just a cyst you know, ultrasound said it was a cyst, come back in six months. Well, in that six months, this this little growth went from maybe like an inch to four or five inches thing. Wow. So I went back and I was like, hey, what's going on? This thing is growing like a lot. And they're like, oh, you know, you're young. You know, I was only 33. They're like, it's, it's just a cyst. No big deal. We can just remove it. So I'm like, you know what? I, I need to get a second opinion. Mm-hmm. So I went, got a second opinion. And turns out I had stage three breast cancer. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, ha- I found out I had stage three breast cancer. Complete shock because nobody in my family had this before. So it was not common. Genetics came back that you know, you know, it it didn't run in my family. So moving forward, I had to do 16 rounds of chemo, surgery, and 30 30 sessions of radiation. Oh wow! All of this in the meantime, our middle son is special needs. So he he's 17, but. He's on a level of a one-year-old. So we're still changing diapers. We're still feeding him. We're yeah. still feeding him. So this, this has put a stress on everybody, you know. I'm like, am I going to die? <laughs> what's going yeah. to happen to me? Am I going to be here for my kids? You know, my husband's working and we're both trying to take care of our special needs son. So, yeah, it, it was a difficult time. My best friend, she really got me through all of this as well. So, after after radiation, I completed chemo surgery, and I would say I would say about a few months down the road, I found out that my husband was having an affair during this process. Oh my so, god! Yeah, this was right after my surgery. He had went out with one of his friends, and we had season tickets to Miami Dolphins. So he took his friend to a football game and met this lady there. I guess his friend knew one of the other ladies he was with, Mm -hmm. and my husband met this lady through her, yeah. So this was on, I can remember the day, it was New Year's Day of 2018, and yeah.
0: That's a lot.
1: Yeah, that's a lot.
0: I mean, the stage three breast cancer is a lot, you know mm-hmm. having a son with special needs is a lot and then on top of it you're going through all of this and to find out your husband was cheating how did you manage i mean let me start with this one first how did you even find out so he didn't know but i had the
1: <laughs> i had passwords to his facebook and instagram yeah. so <laughs> So when I know I'm just a natural investigator, but, <laughs> you know, which is not if, if you, you're doing that, it's it's kind of a red flag already. You know, there's a trust issue there. Mm-hmm. So I had passwords and I, I was looking in his Instagram and I saw this woman message him like, I miss you. And I was like, hmm what's this about? And so I I went to her page. She, the page she was messaging from was like a business page, which had a business phone number on it. So I go and I look at our phone bill and see her number multiple times on our phone bill. And so completely lost it. Like he was out fishing and I was like, what is going on? I see this lady's phone number in your phone multiple times. She's saying she misses you. And he came home and told me everything. He told me what happened, that he had been having an affair. This was going on from... I believe in January to March. So a couple of months he had met with her and it was sexual, a sexual affair. <clears throat> and so yeah, <laughs> it was it was devastating, honestly, because here it is. I'm I was going through all of this, and you're supposed to be my support. And you know, going through that, you already feel bad about yourself because i know at least for me i did because i'm bald (laughs) i've gained so much weight because of the steroids so you know i mean i was feeling bad about myself but then that you hear that and it's just like wow you know all these all these thoughts crush your crush your mind so it was it was tough it was it was tough to hear and Honestly, I just, I was done at that point. I was like, this, I'm over this because we've had, we've had issues before with social media. Mm -hmm. Nothing like going that far to that extent, like a sexual relationship, but it was like flirting here and there, I've seen, you know, and so we had addressed that. And so at this point, I was like, that's it. I'm done. I can't take this anymore. You know, here it is. I was going through this and you completely backstabbed me and I don't know what else to do. So that's where I was at that point.
0: Oh, my gosh. I don't know what to do. I'm just sitting here like I don't want to pass judgment because <laughs> having been through it, I know these guys have their reasonings. And I'm curious, what did he say was his reasoning behind doing that?
1: Well, you know, it, it stemmed from a lot of things. And, and we went to counseling separately and together together. But, you know, it stemmed from a lot of things in his childhood, things that had happened. I don't want to go into detail about that, yeah. but it caused a lot of issues in, in what a relationship was supposed to be and what his thoughts of a relationship were supposed to be. So he had a lot of issues with that. And I think at that time, honestly, it was because he's like the attention wasn't on him anymore at that time. It was about me, you know, like. Yeah. Am I going to live through this crazy mess that I'm in right now? Yeah. Um, so all the attention was focused on me and and I had to worry about my health at that yes. point. So I couldn't worry about what he was doing and, you know, what's going on with him, which in turn, thinking back is a little bit selfish, but, you know, I just really couldn't let stress bother me. I, you know, I just had to continue with my treatments and move forward.
0: Yeah oh i i mean my heart goes out to you in that situation you know you said you were done like you were just done what did that look like for you after you found out and he confessed to everything
1: well so at that time you know i'm a person of faith so i'm a christian we were a part of the church and you know going every sunday uh, you know, going to different events at church. But I, I had a really good friend in the church. She was an older lady with so much wisdom. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to her and my husband had reached out to her husband because her husband was the one to tell my husband, you need to tell her everything. Anything she wants to know, you need to let her know. Yeah. So his wife came over and she saw I was devastated, just felt backstabbed. She, she saw it all over my face, you know? Mm -hmm. And one thing she told me, and this was hard for me because I'm a very emotional person. Like once you do me wrong, I'm going to cut you off. You know, that's, that's just how I grew up. So she was, she did say, never make permanent decisions on temporary feelings. And so I really I really had to think about that because I'm like, okay, I'm really upset right now and I'm done with this, but I need to pray and, and ask God where he wants me to go in this because I I, I have no answers right now. Mm-hmm. Do I want to see my family broken apart? No, I don't. But at the same time, I'm not going to be disrespected, you know, especially when you agree that we will be in this marriage together, you know, through sickness and health. So yes. Yeah, so it took me a couple of months to to really think about what I wanted to do. And when it happened, I left. I left for a couple of days. And I felt bad, obviously, because my kids are there. But I just needed time to think. You know, I, I needed time to think. I, I left and I stayed with my best friend. And I'm like, I just don't know what to do. So... So, yeah, I had many back and forth, like, should I stay? Should I go? How do we, how do, can't it, can we even move forward from this? But when my, my friend was there from church, she said, you know, the one thing you can tell in this situation, because she had been in it before, she's like, is he apologetic? Does he regret what he's done and, and take full ownership of what he's done? Mm-hmm. And I said, I mean, from what it seems like, right now yes you know obviously because you don't know at that time you're like well they just feel bad because they're caught so this is just something i have to dwell and think on but but he was very apologetic
0: and regretful for for what he had had did Mm -hmm. yeah and you know it's so amazing that you had that support system that could come and and give you the the voice of reason that might not have been there had it just been the two of you. yeah. And do you think that that was what really helped shift your heart into that feeling of pushing him away and being done and and opening it back up?
1: Yeah. I mean, it took a lot of a lot of work uh, on both of our parts. So we he went to counseling separately, and I went to counseling separately. Because there was a lot of things within myself that I needed to work on, and him, he definitely needed to work on some things after after that. So you know, and it and it takes time to see those changes. So you can't just like I tell people, I'm like you just can't stop loving somebody just because mm-hmm. they do something like this. That just it's not how it works. So. He, he did his work on his side and I did, I went to counseling because, you know, I had just been through cancer. Yeah. You know, I have a special needs son just going through this infidelity issue. So there was a lot of things that, you know, I had to step back and look at and, and decide whether or not this was a good idea to stay in this marriage. And we also went to counseling together so that was very helpful because it it allowed me to see things that i didn't see before and one thing i can say and not excusing what he did because everything that that was completely on him what he did was wrong but there was a lot of things that i realized that i that i needed to work on because i had never this is very embarrassing to say but i had never asked my husband how are you feeling?" throughout this process. You know what I mean with yeah. the cancer thing? Because n- people don't realize not only do the the person that is actually has cancer going through it, but the family members are completely impacted by this. It's a complete change in their life. So having to see somebody laying in the bed for a week, sick or whatever, that, that, that impacts everybody. Even my kids were impacted by that. 'Cause I'm I'm always up, I'm always doing laundry dishes, something. Yeah. So so that was that was something that I was like, wow, I never sorry, I'm trying not to get emotional.
0: It's okay, you can get emotional. That was something
1: that I was like, wow, I never asked my husband, How do you feel? So I was kind of being selfish in a way, like, you know, I didn't realize how it was impacting everybody around me
0: too. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to acknowledge that as a mom, sometimes we take a lot of the burden on ourselves and you were going through a really tough time. And I just think it's so beautiful that you still have this idea that you want to take responsibility for your part in everything, not that what happened to you was an excuse for him to cheat but that you understand that you know there might have been things that you could have done better had you have thought about it but I mean with everything that you were going through I think it's understandable that it might not have happened. And it's unfortunate you weren't able to do those things, but you do understand the importance of it, which yeah. I think is really valuable, even if you weren't able to do that. And again, there's never an excuse for cheating. I just want to applaud you for just taking that responsibility of, I could have done more myself.
1: Yeah. I think, I mean, when that happens, it's kind of a wake up call, like, mm-hmm. okay, what is the bigger issue here? Yeah. Would what's really going on to why this happened okay you have issues among yourself that you need to work on from your past but you know the other person also also has to take ownership and say okay was there something that i could have done to make my spouse feel appreciated you know so yeah
0: hindsight's twenty twenty, you know <laughs> and, and, and every day I mean there's still battles too
1: when I was going to counseling one of the things that we had talked about was the negative thoughts that come through your head because that was a, a big battle for me like I would always have negative thoughts like you know oh he's such a <laughs> being Yeah, (laughs) yeah. No, I can't believe he did this, you know. But my, my counselor, she was like, you have to take those negative thoughts and trade them for positive thoughts. And she would say like, okay, if you're feeling this way about him, think about something good, a good quality that he has in him. Or, you know, why don't you quote a scripture that's positive in place of that negative thought? So that's something that kind of helped me because, you know, we're called, you know, as Christians to speak life into people and not our, our words are very, very impactful. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I always tell my kids and anybody around me, just be careful with your words because they stick with people. So you want to life into people versus speaking negativity. So just speaking positive thoughts and replacing those negative thoughts with positive thoughts is something that really helped me.
0: Yeah. And you, you mentioned your kids, you know, multiple times and, you know, I'm curious, did you tell them? Did they find out? Did they sense anything? We did not tell them. We kind of just kept
1: it between us, but I'm pretty sure that they sensed just things were not normal in our house because mm-hmm. we weren't having conversations. Like for a while, me and him didn't talk. It was just very basic, like, okay, Jay needs to get fed or Jay needs his diaper changed or the oldest needs to go here. So it was just those basic conversations. So we didn't know. We didn't tell them, but I'm sure that they
0: kind of knew something
1: was going on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is this something that you think you're going to share with them ever? Probably one day.
1: You know, if if they ever come to us with with the issue or, or something like that, we probably will.
0: So, you know from the time that you found out that he cheated to now how much time has passed like what's that time frame from when you found out to now
1: when i found out it was in september of 2018 so yeah it's been quite a few years i mean from the actual time he cheated it's been 18 three years now
0: wow so where are you guys at now i'd love to hear more i know you guys both went to counseling so how does the relationship look like now
1: so one thing I did forget to mention is, you know, he was willing to do the work in changing. Because I told you earlier that social media was an issue.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He completely got off of Facebook and any type of social media. Facebook, Instagram, all of that gone. So that's one thing that that was very impactful like yeah. you know what I mean like okay, that's when you know somebody's really ready to change. Is when they're willing to make those big changes that have basically caused your marriage to, you know, fail like that. So, yeah, he made those changes. And my husband has a degree in ministry. So he was like, I'm being a complete hypocrite. You know what I did? I'm a complete hypocrite. And so he really changed his life and is really seeking God. And, you know, he's actually going to be an elder at our church now. So these things, yes, they are bad. Yes, sometimes you can come out of them, but it can really like impact somebody's life. You know, I feel like God uses these situations sometimes to speak to people and counsel them. He even stopped hanging around certain people that were, Influencing him in the wrong ways because we've, and, and not that that's an excuse, he's responsible for his own actions. Mm-hmm. But I mean, people can have influence in your life, so just surrounding yourself with people that are going to have a positive influence in your life versus leading you down a wrong path, you know. Because we, we had a couple of friends, his couple of friends that he had, he was going out hanging out at night. I don't know what they were doing I don't want to know there's just yeah I mean there's just certain things that I didn't want to know but you know just changing the friend friendship circle that we had
0: yeah you had mentioned earlier the way that he met this woman and it was just one woman Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. was through a friend who had brought another friend and that's how they met so Mm -hmm. was the affair over by the time you found out and if so why did he end it what ended it
1: he had told me that he really just felt complete guilt, you know, as, as a Christian. He's like, I just, this wasn't right. You know, what I did was was wrong. And, and he was really convicted by that, and, you know, God convicted his heart. And so that's what he told me. He's like, I just, I cut it off with her, you know, completely. I'm like, look, what I'm doing to my wife is wrong. You know, I'm, what, what I'm doing to my family is wrong. So this needs to end. So they just had stopped having communication. But <laughs> I will say they that they were still like friends on Instagram. So that's when I saw that message, when she was like, oh, I miss you. And yeah, yeah. So he hadn't completely removed her yet until like I had found out later on and that's when everything was, you know, deleted. Wow! All social media, yeah, yeah.
0: I just want to say, just for the people listening, because I think a lot of times we feel like, oh, you know, if your wife is sick with cancer, you have a child with disability, you're a Christian, you have no right to cheat or do anything wrong. And I just want to commend you for sharing that, you know people go through their own things. It could be something that he was missing or something that he needed to deal with, a past trauma, a past hurt that he was going through. And it doesn't matter how good of a person you are, you know, how faithful you are, whoever you are, under the right circumstances or maybe the wrong circumstances, under enough stress, anyone can break. And it's not for us to judge, you know, how strong someone's supposed to be under these stressful situations. I mean, you were strong and you made it through. And, and he just wasn't able to do it as gracefully as you were. So I just, I want to commend you for acknowledging his struggles and his journey, but also just being able to hold your own that I think yeah. that's really powerful. You know, I
1: think even as a Christian, you know, we see that people look to us to be perfect mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're not, you know, we are not perfect. We're just like anybody else. So, and, and, and that's just the truth and everything, you know, we try to live our life a certain way. I can admit I'm not perfect, but I I try to live my life a certain way. So I think that's the misconception sometimes, but yeah, me and my husband are, are still married
0: (laughs) still in May. It'll be May 22nd, 19 years. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time with one person, you know, and Mm -hmm. to make it through all of this, it it lets you know that this bond that you have with him is really strong.
1: Yeah. You know, like I said earlier, when when things like that happen, you don't stop loving somebody. I think there's... And not everybody's situation is gonna be the same because if he wasn't willing to make those changes, then I wouldn't be here still. I have to say, okay, I have to step back from this because it's not healthy for the kids. It's not healthy for me to continue in this. So yeah, everybody's situation is different. If the person is willing to make those changes and I say the biggest thing is acknowledging what they did Mm -hmm. and not putting the blame on the other person when they can acknowledge what they did and not you know make it seem like oh well it was your fault that I did what I did mm-hmm. so, those are the big things and they're genuinely sorry for what they did
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah I think those and,
0: are really great points yeah.
1: yeah I mean just and just working and if you decide to stay in that I think some of the biggest things are not throwing it in their face all the time you know if you have questions or or anything, they have to be patient in the process with you because you're, there's going to be days that you're angry. Yeah. There's going to be days that you're sad. Yeah. I mean, it might go on for a year or two years, but they have to have that patience and be willing to answer the questions that you need answered. Mm-hmm. So those are the big um, takeaways, like working together and separately like I say going to counseling separately together those are going to be make a make an impact in the marriage
0: yeah 100% and you know you mentioned your husband is going to become an elder in your church and you know Mm -hmm. this podcast is going to come out I'm curious who knows about this besides that couple that was supporting you and your best friend
1: not not many people know about this. I feel like it's these stories, you have to be careful of who you tell sometimes because I think if if somebody was going through this, I would I would tell them the story. But I I honestly it was really hard for me to do this interview. It was like, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to put this out there? Because what if somebody I know listens to this? They will know everything. Because looking on the outside. People thought we were just like the couple goals. You know, they're perfect. They've been married for so long and, you know, they have such a great family. That's looking on the outside. But, you know, nobody really knew about what was going on through this whole process. And I know like people would judge, okay, she went through cancer and he did that while she was going through cancer. Oh, my God. You know, that's why I I had a fear of, of being judged. like oh my gosh Alicia
0: you're so strong why didn't you stay I can already hear it (laughs) I feel that and what I would say if you're listening to this and you know Alicia and her family you have to know (laughs) from her story it takes so much strength to stay there is nothing weak about anything she has been through and any of the decisions that she has made she is beyond strong (laughs) like it, it is hard. And I and I totally agree with you. You don't know how people are going to view you. And you... Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the way that we were raised. That we have this idea. We want the fairy tale where everything is perfect. And it's not always like that.
1: No, it's not. It's
0: not. Yeah. So that's why when I saw your video, I was like, I, I'm
1: i not going to comment in the comment section, but I, oh, I see her Instagram. Let me message her and tell her that how brave she was for telling her story because Like I said, you know, people say they won't do, they won't stay. And in some situations, yeah, you probably shouldn't, but there's many women who have and, and that's okay. You know, if you guys do the work and agree that you're going to uh, love each other and get rid of these things around you, it can work and, and that's okay to stay because like you said, it does take strength to stay.
0: Mm Mm-hmm yeah and we said for better or worse this is the worst and if we're gonna stay with each other no matter what we're gonna stay with each other and hope that it gets better mm-hmm. and and then work through it. and sometimes like you said you have to walk away it's just not the yeah. right thing but if you're willing to try then why not at least see what happens you know
1: yeah. yeah and and everybody is different so i mean where some people can you know get through it in six months others might take a couple of years which for me, it did. It took me quite a few years to get over it because I was a very bitter person. And so I held on to a lot of things. And that's one another thing that I had to work on is learning to truly forgive people, even if they didn't ask for it, you know, and then, and then deciding if reconciliation is the right way to go. Yeah. And that's in any relationship.
0: Yeah. And I, I know that you s- have transitioned, you know, your pain into this opportunity to share and you are being the brave one now and being on my podcast. And I just want to thank you for that. And are you open for people to follow you on Instagram and to find you? You want to share yeah. that information? Sure,
1: sure. I don't mind people following me. It's Alicia, A-L-I-C-I-A underscore Maria. 83 all right find me on there
0: yeah if you guys want to follow her message her thank her for sharing her story give her some encouragement and love please do and is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners before we go
1: you know I would just say as I as I said before was everybody's situation is different you know in some instances it's 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 fine to stay if the person is willing to do the work and admit to the things that they've done wrong and are truly, truly, genuinely sorry about what they did. I think that it's okay to stay and and you shouldn't feel guilty for trying to make your marriage work. If you feel that you can move forward from it and it does take work, it does take time, prayer, support from encouraging people around you So I would just say, don't feel guilty if you want to stay. Don't feel guilty if you want to leave. It's your choice. Yes.
0: Yes, 100%. And Alicia, it's just, it's been so amazing talking to you. You have been an inspiration for me since the first time you messaged me. And I've just been so anxiously awaiting having this conversation with you. And I'm so happy that I'm able to share your story on my platform. And I should add. That I am cancer free (laughs)
1: Woo! cancer free for three years, I think now. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's such great
0: news.
1: So, yeah, I wanted to add that because I know we talked about the whole cancer thing. And I'm like, let me end with that, too. Yes.
0: And thank you for saying that. I wish I would have asked, but I appreciate you for saying that because it needs to be shared. She's cancer for you guys. Three years. It's like a new beginning for you in all aspects of your life. And I, I'm just so grateful for you and sharing your story. I'm going to keep you in my thoughts and prayers and just wishing you and your family the best and complete full healing for all of you. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I appreciate it. For sure. And you guys, please be sure to reach out, say hello and follow Alicia and stay tuned next week for another amazing episode. As always, thank you for listening and I'll talk to you next time. (laughs) Bye.